Matty McConaughey here? Oh, somebody else's shtick. Wow. See what I did there? I feel like I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the show. Heel hooks and straight shoots. We're going to shoot with you today. Um, thank you to everyone who listened to our last episode, the breakfast episode. Um, we got a listen from Germany, so that was pretty cool. It's cool thing about likes recording breakfast. Yeah. What do you think they eat for breakfast in Germany? <sighs> I mean, I know what we eat for breakfast in German. Yeah. It's usually cereal. And I must apologize to my co-host on that episode. Um, I kind of sabotaged the episode with my obsession with cereal. We didn't get into Sarah's love for pancakes. Yeah. Pancakes. Pancakes. But Sarah really, truly loves pancakes. But she was a good sport, and she put up with my nonsense throughout that episode. So thank you, Sarah. Thank you for... You're both wrong, because Pop-Tarts <laughs> is the supreme breakfast. But you know that's what? not what this show is. No, when you're in a pinch, though, a Pop-Tart yeah. will do you good. Especially... Not the beats, the convenient. The, especially the pop tart, though, with the with the apple icing layered over top. Apple cinnamon, yes, frosted Always apple been cinnamon pop tart. Classic. Always been my favorite. Today on the show, we're throwing it back. We're going Today. back to the to the original topic of discussion. This is a throwback episode. To the first episode. This is episode three, right? Yeah. Oh, what yeah, a we're, throwback! We're going back to how we started. <laughs> talking about wrestling got over wrestling because we got a big weekend coming up sunday coming off of a big week yes we had a huge SummerSlam weekend i thought SummerSlam was a very entertaining show i had been really yeah. down on wwe lately but i thought it was a very entertaining show i thought it was uh there was one thing that i really really hated about it hmm. but, i wonder uh, what that is wonder is what it the is. same thing everyone else hated about it yeah, they had one. They had one major slip up, but other than that, I thought it was a very good show. Um, hated the Bianca Belair squash, and I'm not saying Bianca Belair's career's over. No, okay, I'm not saying no. that. She'll be back. She'll be fine. It was the right it's, move. It should have well, just been a longer match. Listen, like everybody, I think knew right with the man coming back, with Becky Lynch coming back, that she was going to win the title. Sure, never lost it. She never won. You know, she's the biggest draw in in women's wrestling. She's going to win the title. We know she was going to get the title back. And, uh, I don't know why it had to be the SmackDown title. Well, I guess know. so she could be on the show with a little hubby, Seth Rollins. The one couple they won't break up. That's... I don't know why both of them have to be on SmackDown. Raw's suffering. But let's load SmackDown up more. It's, it's Fox. I mean, let's face it. It's Fox. They care about that Fox yeah. deal. Especially with the NFL returning. You know, they want the promotion they want. SmackDown's the A-show. Let's not make any mistake about it. Yeah. But um, Becky's back, and uh, Becky, uh, you know, um, Sasha Banks removed from the matchup. Ratings Rebecca. She's called Ratings herself. Rebecca. Smackdown. I mean, Best ratings since the... We love, we love Becky much. It's just, you know. And I'm not upset about her winning the title. We knew she'd get the title as soon as she oh. came back. It was just the way they did it. I, I just feel like they've done... They've built up Bianca so strong since yeah. before WrestleMania to now. I just felt I, like she's said, bigger um, and better than the old, oh, caught off guard, I'm going to hit you with the weakest rock bottom said, <laughs> in the um, history of the business, and you're laid out one, two, three. slam. Um, it was... I, it, that couldn't hurt a fly. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I said on the last episode that we did about wrestling, I said that Bianca is the best 
most organic champion they've had in years. Um, but it was exactly what they did with Kofi. I thought Kofi had this great underdog story, history-making title win. He had a great reign. That was Brock, though. And he lost in seconds. Just like... It's Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And is Becky is Brock level when it comes to the women's division. Based on, I guess, sheer popularity, sure. I, I just didn't... I didn't like how it looked for Bianca. I didn't like how it looked. I had a big problem with it. I, it made her look incredibly weak. And again, her career is not over. She'll be rebuilt. She'll be back. She'll be fine. But I, it's just in the I, moment I hated I, I it. I thought SummerSlam was booked pretty well. That whole match, that whole situation, not so good. Um, you got, first of all, Sasha's not there. We knew Sasha wasn't going to be there. Um, you know, it was going around. She wasn't on SmackDown the night before, but you're still promoting the match. They showed a video package before the match, knowing the match wasn't going to happen. Carmella says on SmackDown this week, I was told, you know, an hour, two hours before the show, I had to get ready for a title match. Well, so C knew, but they, they didn't say this. But, you know, I get it. It was wilted for the big pop, the surprise, the return of the man, Becky Lynch. Not and the only surprise return. It made up for, you know, the lack of Sasha for about five minutes until the match was over. <laughs> Could have easily made it a triple threat match. I get Becky probably isn't in-ring ready. So he wasn't set to return until October, rumors say. That's probably part that's getting lost here. Yeah. Um, you know, this was clearly a last-minute thing. Sasha, I don't know if it's an injury. We don't know if it's COVID-related. You know, I've seen online, sees not much of a vaccine person. Uh, so, uh, get read your into that, people. Read into that what you may, but, um, Get your boosters. I'll be getting my booster. Got a boost. Got a boost. We don't want these live events and concerts and all these fun stuff taken away from us again. No. We gotta protect each other. Gotta Keep make it safe. Come but, on. But, uh, Sasha Banks wasn't ready. Couldn't go. I don't think Becky's ready yet. She looks in great shape. Amazing shape for someone who just had a baby a couple months ago. Ripped. Um, probably better shape than she was in yeah, before she, she left. She looks um, phenomenal. And again, I don't have a problem with her winning the title. But there's a difference of being in shape and being in-ring ready. Right. And um, look at Bill Goldberg for one. He's always in shape. Is he in-ring ready? No. No. He, can, he gets it, gassed out pretty easily. And again, we saw again on... Sunday at the Sumble Slam. <laughs> I just, um, my fear with Goldberg is every time it, it it's to the point where it's not even enjoyable because it's just oh my god he he's gonna badly hurt himself yeah. or his opponent. Somebody do you want to talk about can booking? We get, can we get through this without somebody being injured badly? If you want to talk about booking? I thought that was good booking because it was so believable that Goldberg would just hurt. injure yeah, his knee. I thought he was, was legit hurt and uh, until Lashley stalled hit him with the chair, but you know. Whatever, that's continuing. Um, but back to the, the Becky thing. Um, I don't think Becky was ready, match ready. Hull and Bianca, they haven't looked any house show matches. They probably haven't even been. That was probably the first time in a ring together. So, yeah, you don't want to have a match that you can build up so well. You don't want to just rush it. Yes, they're both great in the ring, but that could have been a mess. But it, then you have Carmella in there. And Carmella... She's is a triple threat queen. 
So he's not the best singles wrestler. But to lose the SummerSlam a few years ago, Charlotte, Becky, and Carmella. Great match. A lot of great triple threat matches featuring Carmella. She could have walked. She could have took all the spots. She could have took the heat. She could have took the L. She yeah. could have took the big L, and Becky could have won the title. Instead, Becky just throws Carmella out of the ring like she's trash. And that the weakest pump, whatever, rock bottom pump handle slam I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, hated it. I absolutely hated it. Yeah. All right? You know, I didn't want to see. It made Bianca look terrible. But it was a suckle punch. She did suckle punch a she goaded all into the match. Yeah, she no, suckle punched surprise. We've seen it before. And she did not apologize for it on SmackDown. She just... apologized for nothing. Becky maybe tweening here. Maybe uh, a bit heel. I, I don't know. I, maybe influenced by the Roman Reigns character. Perhaps. Maybe the, the tribal chief tribal of queen. the women's division. Tribal queen. Maybe. Uh, but, you know, I, again, I'm fine with Becky Lynch coming back and winning the title immediately. We all knew that was going to happen, I think. It's just the manner of which it was done. I would have rather, you know, build up some to an actual match between well, the two. that's not have, what they're going to do. Well, I know that, but I, I just didn't like seeing Bianca lose the title in that fashion. No. But it happened. You know, we'll move on. We'll get over it. Bianca will get over it. She'll be fine. Moving on. <laughs> So, uh, you know, and then, you know, some other things that I loved about SummerSlam was the Edge-Seth Rollins match. I thought it stole the show. Great match. Maybe the match of the year so far as far as uh, storytelling, uh, the entrances, the... What about that? I just loved the whole, the promos leading up to the match. The match itself, you know, started off a little slow, picked up. The pacing was great. The counters were great. Just a great match, and uh, Edge went in by submission with a crippled crossface sleeper hold. Something I haven't uh, seen him or maybe anyone do. Um, and fantastic getting vicious, match. a vicious Edge fantastic brought out by Seth Rollins. Storytelling, you know. Edge went to the, you know, he went to the dark side. Came out yeah. with the brood entrance, been teasing the brood stuff. Yeah. And oh man, you know, twenty years later, seeing that brood entrance again. I think we've been wanting, hoping that it would be brought back at some point. Yeah, no, that was the perfect time to do it. Just a shame. Christian over on AEW. Gangrel was actually down the street from us wrestling at an independent show. I saw people How crazy as people that? on Twitter <laughs> saying, Where's Gangrel? Where's Gangrel? He's down the block from us, he actually. He was in Mayfield, Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> also was True story. supposed to be on AEW Dynamite this week in Milwaukee. And was supposed Seriously? to come out with the brood entrance. And uh, because of Edge's brood entrance... Tony Khan, AEW decided against it. Said too soon, too close. Uh, but apparently, Gangrel still got paid by Tony Khan for the uh, a nice gesture, the false appearance. But yeah. So you're trying to tell me WWE actually beat AEW to something? Yeah, and apparently Edge called Gangrel to like talk to him <laughs> off the walls, and Gangrel was like, "Sorry, man, like you kind of ruined something for me." And Edge, well, they... Edge was sad about it. He was bummed, but. It, it worked out. Gangrel got paid. He was trending. And we had an awesome entrance for an awesome match at SummerSlam. Yeah. Instead it? of being wasted on a, you know, a dynamite thing, it probably would have been used for something goofy with Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega probably would have squashed Gangrel, something like that. Um, But, wait a minute. But AEW wouldn't have been able to use the Brood music. No, I mean, they probably would have. what made it. Yeah, they would have done a generic rip-off sounding of it. Theme yeah. songs of all time. Yeah. So... Edge had that at SummerSlam. It was awesome. 
Um, apologies to Gangrel. Yeah. He got a segment cut on AEW because of it, but he got paid. He still got paid. That con money, baby. Mm-hmm. Not, oh they're, boy. They're not. They don't short you. Um, and then. You know, obviously we had the main event, the mega main event at SummerSlam where Roman Reigns and John Cena. Fine. You know, I think it was what we thought it would be. Yeah. Two um, mega stars doing the moves to each other, you know. <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, uh, obviously the tribal chief uh, winning. No no surprise there. But then there Especially was a once surprise. once he put his career on the line, said he would leave WWE if he lost. Which kind of gave away uh, the result. Yeah, we, we knew. Anybody who knows anything that knew that that happen. wasn't going to happen unless there was some kind of mega swerve going on storylines we've seen it before but so no well, surprise there but surprise off to the match yeah because as Roman, here comes the pain as the tribal chief stands here tall, comes the pain here comes the pain here comes the beast and ah. now paul Heyman's stuck between a brock and a hauled place oh i love that i love that and i loved paul Heyman's selling mortified what are you doing brock yeah. what are you doing why are you here what about the new look for Brock? Face Brock, I guess. Yeah. Hey, face Brock. High-fiving fans off the woods, playing up to the crowd, laughing, smiling. So, uh, you know, we've seen Brock and Roman Reigns several times, but this one, this time feels, you know, there's new anticipation. It's kind of, it, it's kind of reinvigorated here because of the Paul Heyman factor. Roman Reigns wasn't the Roman Reigns he is now no, the last time they the faced him. We chief. haven't seen a face Brock Lesnar. We haven't seen Brock Lesnar in two years. So, yeah. you know, this is going to be different. Um, it's going to happen element. at Saudi Arabia, it seems like. Uh, I hate <laughs> Saudi Arabia gets these snatches. I mean, you know, they pay big money for the WWE product yeah. to come out there. Um, but, yeah, it does sound like it sounds like they're going to go Roman and Finn Balor at Extreme Rules. and uh, Roman and Finn Balor Friday on SmackDown. Really? That's breaking news to me. You didn't watch SmackDown. I didn't. <laughs> um, but yes. That's why well, you're Roman, here. Roman, oh, uh, Finn challenged him for SmackDown next week. Roman did not accept. No, you think they'll drag that out? But to I would imagine. Possibly, but um, I think there might be a multi-match at Extreme Rules. Edge is saying he wants another shot at the six-pack challenge. Seth Rollins is still in the picture. Um. Maybe Happy Colbin. He's trying to get that briefcase. <laughs> He's trying to get a shot at the no, title. He's happy time, now. Last time we had a show, Corbin was down on his luck, but he has since found some luck. He's you want big in Vegas, fortune. baby? I could turn your life around. What do you do in Las Vegas? You just win, baby, win. <laughs> so Corbin no longer sad now. Happy Corbin. I wouldn't mind seeing Corbin in the in the main event in a title match. What a change that's been from you in recent years. <laughs> He's entertaining. He's one of the most entertaining uh, guys that they got right now. So I'm all about that. Um, but, yeah, we're going to see Roman and Brock again down the aisle. And, w- and where does Paul Heyman's allegiances truly lie? That's the big Says what his tribal chief. But not, that's when Brock's not around. He and Brock have a lot of history. A lot of history there. Getting back almost 20 years at this point. So, um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so SummerSlam, you know, it was a fun show. It was a fun show, even even with Brock, uh, you know, looking like an onion. The human, you've seen that meme out there, the onion head Brock. Got the weird ponytail, the beard. Looks like he's uh, uh, been vacationing. I don't think he really had time to change his look. I don't think Brock was, I think that was a last minute thing. 
I think. So. I think it was a last ditch Hail Mary by Vincent Kennedy McMahon. You um, heard about the CM you know, Punk pop. You know Brock's always out there, but Vince knew with CM Punk, Chicago, AEW is the talk of the wrestling world. Had to just the night before he had to do something. It was a reactionary. Uh, they bring move. back the Becky Lynch, they bring back Brock Lesnar. But pulling is, out all the stops. But this is what we're talking about. This is like what you know, when CM Punk mentioned in an interview before he made his AEW debut, obviously already signed with AEW at the time, but before he uh, debuted with AEW, uh, you know, CM Punk mentioned in an interview, professional wrestling needs a kick in the dick. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what we got. I think that's what we got thanks to Punk's debut with AEW. Kind of set the wrestling world ablaze. And then, you know, WWE, you know, the reports start. Set they the wall gonna... in the laundry blaze? <laughs> Is he coming back? Why not? Let's bring them all back. Anyone who's still alive, let's bring them back. It might have been pulled into that uh, NWA Women's Pay-Per-View. I didn't get a chance to check any of that out. But we love big weekend for Legend. NWA wrestling. Big rest- I mean, it's been a big weekend in re- for wrestling in general. I mean, we're talking about the top two um, companies right now. But, uh, you know, it's bre- CM Punk's return, it seems like it has, has breathed new life into professional wrestling, which I think is what, you know, CM Punk and the wrestling world was, was hoping would happen because yeah. you know wwe they said we don't care about punk right aew could have him you know he's trouble we're done with it he's their problem now we're not going to make a reactionary move but then they saw the pop saw the, what, the interest, go ablaze you know cm punk setting records with you know pro wrestling t-shirt sales and you know aew merchandise flying off the chat and then and, you know right away vince is like oh damn it Shit. They still care about this guy. I'm going to bring back Becky and Brock. I'm going to rush it. Which was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, definitely happen Becky anyway. was coming in the next that few months or something. Anyway, but, uh, and it's another thing of why Punk it took so long to come back. Everyone's been waiting for the fans to be back. The fans will back. It's the time. And it's big, big time for wrestling. Yeah, so I guess transitioning over then. You know, to AEW, it, it's you know we've we've had a, a week or two to digest it now. But let's. By talk the way, about I think uh, Mister, before we move away from SummerSlam, I think Mister unprecedented. I think he, he was correct th- on all of his predictions. Uh, you know, the only uh, one he didn't, the Becky Lynch. You know, that wasn't a known thing. It was, he he said that Bianca was going to lose the title though. He so he was. He did. He did. So I guess we give him a, a half point right. for that. I mean, we couldn't have predicted that Sasha wasn't going to be there, right? So, he, he was predicted right by saying Bianca Belair would lose the title. Yep. And she did. It just to set up to a rematch, but Becky just Lynch. a different type of rematch. All right. So, all right. Well, you got to imagine Sasha's going to be and back. Then I, and then the only other match, I believe you're right, I think the only other match, Mr. Unprecedented, a wrestling insider. Um, <laughs> the only other match I believe he got wrong was the other women's title match. But... He also said, oh, well, don't well, bet that's not the... true. I said, don't bet right, against the queen. He's here. I said, don't bet against the queen. And who won the match? The queen. Yeah, but you did Charlotte say Flair. you did pick Nikki A.S.H., almost superhero. Nikki A.S.H., she's almost a superhero. Not quite yet. And she's still not. Still not a superhero. But you picked her to win. I, I said, don't bet against the queen. Don't bet against Charlotte Flair. You did, but you picked. Nikki I said to win. Charlotte Flair is in a title match on a pay-per-view. Who's gonna win? Charlotte Flair. Right. And who won? 
Charlotte Flair walked Charlotte out Frill. of SummerSlam. I told you. Women's champion. I told you. I told you to put money on it. He said, book it. Bet on it. What was it? The 12th time? 12th time. We're not counting NXT titles anymore. Just if we did, that'd be 14. So you'd be two away from tying. Daddy. Daddy But Daddy. Then H. Papa Nich. Who's cutting promos in NW, NWA now. Yeah. It's crazy. Saying he loves Vince McMahon. Saying I love you. I love you, Vince. But Thanks had, for everything. But he had to go. He had to go. There's more he had he to go because he needed to be needs to be doing the NWA. You know he's allowed to talk. He was allowed to cut a promo as the old nature boy without sounding like a sad old man. It was nice. It was nice. Well, we're happy that the nature's back. Uh, I don't know if I want to see him in the ring again at the seventy-two niche, years old. The nature boy. Woo! Give me a woo. Woo! Do you want to see Ric Flair back wrestling? He joked about it at the NWA last night. He did a little. Was he, joking? he was strutting. He ran the ropes, yeah. and he said, "Billy." Time. He said, "Billy Cargan, Billy Cargan, Smashing Pumpkins." You know at, him? Yeah, at Billy. Today is the greatest. <laughs> we know Billy. Uh, Billy Billy Cargan. Billy He said Billy wants him to wrestle. We wanted him to face Nick Aldis for the NWA title, and then Ric Flair said no. Actually, Billy Corgan doesn't want me wrestling. He just wanted me here to talk. You do that very well, Mr. Unprecedented. And apparently you pick matches very well, too. You almost cleaned the board at SummerSlam. Even the matches that you were wrong about, you were right. Just wait. I'm about to go all in, baby. You're going to break it down for us. Break it down. You're going to break it down. The big all-out pay-per-view that's coming your way. On Sunday, September 5th, we got CM Punk stepping into the ring for the first time in seven years. Sunday, bloody Sunday. I couldn't believe this stat that you brought forth with me, and I checked it out, and it does happen to be true. The bring last, all the stats. The last time CM Punk wrestled a singles match, January of 2014, against who? Mr. Ash. Mr. Ash. Billy Badass, Billy Gunn. Incredible. The one, Billy Gunn. It's true. It checks out. I did research. Smoking Gun. That that was CM Punk's last match seven years ago. Singles match. And, gun uh, Club. Now. Might see it again. Who knows? Who knows? I don't <laughs> we know. want to? Seven years later, CM Punk stepping back he in the said, ring. He said, you know, he's Chicago. got old skulls to assemble. What do you and think he was talking about? Maybe Billy Gunn. I don't know if that's... Well, An important well. score to settle, but Neville really finished that feud against the authority. Well, he's still holding, he's holding grief. You may be on to something, but anyway, Mister Unprecedented, he's gonna break it down. He's gonna break down the pay per view. He did it. He was right. He was right about SummerSlam. I'm always right. Is he gonna be right about All Out? I'm be all right. All right about All Out. We'll find I out. Believe we'll find out a bit later in the show, but we are talking right now about. Um, CM Punk, the promo. The promo that everybody's talking about. Which promo? He's had like five promos in the last let's talk, week. Let's <laughs> talk about, you know, his return promo. What a night it was. Yeah. The emotion of that crowd. I, I And people have been saying, and I have to agree, the greatest moment in professional wrestling in at least ten years. Yeah. Probably since his last pipe bomb. I mean, it was absolutely incredible. Um, the Ooh. emotion of the crowd, the emotion... From CM Punk, they they're talking about the Guinness record books about putting that in as the largest pop 
for a professional wrestler ever. I, I don't yeah, know how you can said, measure that. They said they can't measure it, but they said it's it's up there. It's got to be in the running. Yeah. And it's you know when we were, when we were watching it live on TV, um, you know you couldn't even hear the first couple minutes of Cult of Personality. You couldn't hear it. Yeah, it was faded that out in the background. Yeah. I mean, just incredible. To, to have somebody uh, just mean so dad much. Dad snoring in the other room. He must have Monday Night Raw. On. Oh God, uh, <laughs> we're watching the Red Sox and the Rays. Uh, um, but I, I might turn Raw. Yeah, it's not going too well for the Bo Sox here, but um, just an incredible, incredible moment. And I just thought all the points that Punk hit in the promo. I thought it was spot on. I thought it was perfect. I thought everything about even Jim Cornette. All yep. right. Jim Cornette said it was perfect. Everything yeah. about it was perfect. Uh, you know and who didn't say it was perfect? Booker T. Damn Booker like. T. Didn't dig it. He didn't <laughs> dig it, sucker. Booker T. said it was too much bashing WWE. It was a whole lot of nothing. He didn't like the. He didn't think it was good. Either. He didn't think it was good. It wasn't good, according to Booker. But um, I, you know, I gotta agree with the majority of the, you know, wrestling fans and analysts well, out there. A lot of people getting perfect. mad though. He said, you know, he. He raced WWE from his career because he he went from Ring of Honor to AEW. If you think that, you're missing the point of what he was saying. Even Vincent Kennedy McMahon himself will say, WWE is not pro wrestling. WWE is sports entertainment. When CM Punk left Ring of Honor, he knew he was joining the... He was leaving the world of pro wrestling and he was joining sports entertainment business. And that's that part of his career right so what that wasn't that wasn't in itself i mean i do think that punk took a shot at wwe when he said you know of course when he was apologizing to the crowd for being to the wrestling fans for being gone for seven years by basically saying you know i was never gonna get health, healthy physically you know mentally emotionally by staying in the same place that got me sick but again that you know there's nothing wrong with that that's the truth Right? Yeah. That's the truth. I mean, that was just Punk just being honest. and The truth, an old guy not happy with uh, CM Punk's promos. Um, do you think, you know, these guys don't, Booker T, Truth, don't have a little bit of jealousy? Maybe that they don't get that kind of reaction? They wish they got that Booker kind of Booker T gets some pretty big pops. He does. And all he does. Truth, uh, you know, he always gets yeah. a, we're, we're very entertained by our Truth. Oh, we yeah. always are. But, they, you know, he sent some jealousy here. Uh, I just think a lot of the WWE guys oh, WWE. still... Still have have some resentment, yeah. But uh, a lot of them will tweeting Dueling Punk's, you know, that return debut, whatever you want to call it. You know, read between the lines. They were watching and they were loving it. As anyone in, if you're a wrestling, wrestling fan, you loved it. Should love. If you're a wrestling fan, you loved it. I mean, it was just, I, you know, it's very rare. And I, and I know people, you know, laughing about the guy crying, right? <laughs> but, but the truth of the matter is like. That was one of the. Uh, there's not many moments in pro wrestling anymore that, as a fan, make you actually feel something. No. That, that give you chills, that make you excited, that make you anticipate, and that and you know, mark out, right? Let's, no. We're we're all marks at the end of the day. We're and if you're a wrestling fan, you're a mark. And we haven't had a lot of reasons, I don't feel like, to truly, you know, be invested and feel something. And for you no, know, like think about you can even still get emotional thinking about Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, and Ric Flair's retirement match right. with the I love you, uh, sorry, uh, you know, moments like that. Yeah, they're special moments. And that, and the Punk return, um, the debut in AEW, was, it was a special moment. I think it was everything that, you know, wrestling fans wanted and what, hoped it would be. It's what people wait for, yeah. And it, they and got it just, the promo. They got 
you know, the realness of CM Punk in he, in these promos. Um, you got the callbacks to he's sitting in the ring, Indian style. He's calling out the ice cream balls, bringing ice cream balls. The perfect metaphor, I have to say. Because here's a guy who, he was the top guy in WWE. The crowd was loving him. He was on file, had a promo. And he had very little request. One being an ice cream ball. Something that should be easy for a billion dollar company to produce for the top guy. And we never saw a CM Punk ice cream ball. Never saw the return of ice cream balls until a couple years ago. WWE brought it back with John Cena on it. Post CM Punk, of course. Post CM Punk. Post John Cena, really. <laughs> right. John Cena was barely around and he's on the ice cream balls. They have Randy Savage on the ice cream ball. Like, I didn't even think about that, but that, that was the that perfect. Was nice. Perfect nice symbolism of here's a guy who was asking for something as small as that. And they couldn't even give him that. They didn't give him really anything and that I he think, wanted. And I think that's what's really remarkable. But I think CM Punk will admit, right, he did indeed, because of the pipe bomb and the popularity of that promo, that, ex that, that put him to the top of WWE. But he had to do it himself, right? It was, yeah. ne he was, it was never, he was never going to be the guy. No, in WWE, they didn't want him, he, he was never going to yeah, be the they guy. They gave him the he was briefcases. They gave him the and, world titles. And I, but and I think Punk, you know, I, I think he'll look back on his WWE career and say, "Hey, you know what? You know, it was going to be hard." He admitted in his return promo to AEW, you know, it was going to be hard for me to make it there. But he did. He did, yeah, and that yeah. is where he, he became the best moments. in the world. And he had some amazing moments there. And I don't think he's going to discount those moments at all. But the thing about it is, is you know. It CM took Punk. his love and passion away from it because right. he was dealing with the politics. He was dealing with and was hurt. Yeah, and injuries, and they wanted couldn't get the time off. Um, so it's a lot to deal with, and you know, it's great they finally gave him that ball. He finally got to that point, and all they care about is Rock and John Cena and all this other stuff, and he kept getting pushed aside and. You know, it's 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 classic. It's classic WWE. They appreciate you why you know you are the man. But then you know, if the bigger shine, bigger shinier toys come into play, as we saw with Bianca Belair and Becky yeah. Lynch. So you gotta you know fight to fight back, fight to come back. And I'm sure Bianca will fight and you know come back from that you know yeah. crushing loss. It's already slam, got but... a title opportunity. See, so earned it. Could have just easily given it to her. But no, he earned it in a fatal full-way elimination match. Great match, by the way. I loved the Bianca Liv Mulligan part of the match. Um, great stuff there. Also, Zelina and Carmella, who keep getting shots, even though Needle have won a match in God knows long. Um, but Liv Mulligan hasn't even been on TV in, a, in weeks. So, you know, clearly they didn't need to do that match, but it was nice to see Bianca get a bounce-back win, looking they strong. Had they had to. Um, and now maybe Extreme Rules. We will see the match. Becky will Bianca. And I just wanted to uh, go back to, um, on, on the pump su uh, punk subject for a second in that saying that, you know, I, I really think this whole thing, you know, WWE was never in the running really to re-sign Punk or bring him back. Fox not happy about it. I don't think they Fox really... had a great relationship with yeah. Punk and they pushed for WWE to make a run at Punk. But I, I just don't think that, that you know, that marriage I mean, was never going to happen. They had on backstage, they had... Renee hosted the show. She's going to be in AEW, you have to imagine, with her husband John Moxley there. She's just waiting for her. She had like an insane 160-day, no-complete cause or something 
You know, so he's been doing great stuff, a little podcast, a cookbook, out of baby himself. But once he gets the chance, you know he's going to be an AEW, and you know who's going to be so happy about that? Tony Schiavone, because this guy, he's running around like crazy doing interviews, <laughs> interviewing everyone. He's got to get back to the desk, go backstage and do an interview, go to the ring and do an interview. R- Renee's got to come save Tony. <laughs> and then if it's not... Shivani doing the interviews. Oh my God, Alex Malvez, trash, horrible. Get him out of here. Um, they'll try and with Mark Henry on Rampage. You know it's all right. He's got a, a Daniel Colmier thing going on. I like his main event intros, but he's not an interview. Um, Paul White. They've tried on Dalk Elevation. Um, Renee gonna ex- excel she's the best at that can't wait for her the debut but backstage had renee cm punk christian and now Paige has been hinting at uh you know possibly making an in-ring comeback at some point and little wwe hey. contracts running up soon so, aw's taking them all man. taking this all is, the backstage this, this people is, this is like you know this is nw um you know wcw back in the day yeah, <laughs> they're taking all of them. Whatever you don't want, WWE will take and them. That's why it was so important for WWE to get Brock Lesnar back. Right, and um, you know, I think the, you know, and that's and that's the major thing here that you know with CM Punk is that you know I, he was never going to come back to WWE in my opinion. That that's just the marriage that's not going to happen. Um, so it didn't work out. What it ended bad? It's like a bad divorce, right? And ended badly. I know we—they've all come back to WWE in the end, and who knows? Maybe someday, right? But now, see WWE to come back to. <laughs> Good point. Um, but right now, you know, uh, CM Punk needed to go. So he needed to be somewhere where he's going to be loved, right? Yeah. Like our favorite where Smith we would song. Have freedom. Or like our favorite Smith song. How soon is now? Oh. Just want to be loved like everybody else does, right? So. And you felt that love. You felt that love with the entrance when he came out a couple weeks ago for his debut. A half an hour. It's a one-hour wrestling program, and they gave one whole half hour to CM Punk. He wasn't going to be loved in WWE, but he surely is loved in AEW. He came out. His entrance took the whole first segment. Right. They had to take a commercial break before he even got to the ring. The song stopped playing. Like. But that was the way, what you needed to do. This wasn't something you rush. You had to, it wasn't going to be like when Christian debuted, even though that was like disappointing anyways. He just walks out and signs a contract and walks away. We needed to hear Punk talk. Mm-hmm. Punk needed to say it from the halt. Couldn't have been scripted. He had to just talk and, you know. He had to shoot straight. Yeah. And he explained why he's been gone, why he's back now. It was just, it was and, perfect. Said he's back, and as we said on the last episode, we said he's coming back for the fans, he's coming back for the money, but there's part of it, he's coming back, and he said it himself, he's not going to lie, he's back for himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gets to do things his way now, and uh, AEW is going to give him the platform to do that. And he keeps saying a huge reason why he's back is the young talent in AEW and he's starting with Dolby Allen. Call, calls out Dolby Allen. Camera pants to Dolby Allen, who's up in the Raptors with Sting. Puts Dolby over. And then challenges him for a match in Chicago at All Out. 
And that's what we're going to see. That's going to be CM Punk's first match since a Monday Night Raw against Billy Gunn seven years ago in January 2014. Last match since the Royal Rumble when he got concussed by his buddy Kofi. Right, that was... And then uh, yeah. somehow stayed in the ring for half an hour afterwards. <laughs> Only to be chokeslammed by Corporate Kane and yeah. dress pants through a table. Mm -hmm. But And that's how it ended in WWE. But now CM Punk gets to write a new chapter. Go out on his terms in AEW. And it starts. The yeah, comeback some, starts Sunday. So wh what are we expecting? The summer of Cena ends and the summer of Punk begins. Right. It's, it's never-ending summer in professional wrestling, apparently. But um, what are we expecting in this match Sunday? I expect... Uh, a little low ring rust. There's no way there's not going to be ring rust. Even the best in the world's going to have some ring rust. Um, Dolby isn't the prettiest wrestler. Um, you may even hear Jim Roscoe bowling shoe ugly. It could get a little. Um, but it's going. You're going to see two guys putting everything on the line. You're going to see put on a show. Punk's got a chip on his shoulder. He's got a lot to prove. Dolby, this is the biggest match he's been in, which is crazy to say because. I mean, he's been teaming with Sting. He's been in the ring with John Moxley. He's been in the ring. He won a title from Cody Rhodes. He's had just an amazing career in AEW already for a guy hit so young. What is it? And so you? fresh to the business. But yeah, exactly. And what does it tell you? You know, for CM Punk, an icon in professional wrestling, to come back seven years later, and you gotta believe basically handpick of all the guys on the AEW roster he says I want this guy first he said it was Tony's idea but he was definitely a guy on Punk's list and um but Punk, it, Punk loved it of course I mean it makes Punk sees a lot of himself in Dolby Dolby's not the biggest guy he's not the strongest guy um he's covered in tattoos he looks like he, sh he should be skateboarding in a punk rock band more so than in a wrestling ring. And, I'll, you know, CM Punk, I'll, same thing a lot of people thought. But um, both guys, very tough, willing to risk it all when they're in the ring. Um, I think you're going to see a greatest hits from CM Punk. He's going to be pulling out all the old moves. He's going to be doing some stuff maybe he didn't do because a guy with Dolby's size, he can do it a little more. Yeah, I mean, Punk's had great matches with Rey Mysterio. Dolby's around that size, and yep. I think Punk's going to be able to... And Punk said he's been studying Darby Allen's matches for a long time, and yeah. he's he's come up with things in his head like that he think would be cool to do. And he said, I, you know, this gives him an opportunity to be creative in yeah. his comeback match. I mean... I think it's a perfect opponent in a lot of ways. Dolby's just going to throw himself around. He's going to make anyone look like a million bucks. Not that Punk needs it, but, you know, maybe with this absent, it's going to help. I think it's going to help. Punk doesn't have to do anything too crazy because Dolby's going to be doing everything too crazy. But I think it's going to be a good match. I think um, the crowd alone is going to make the match. Oh, I mean, if you thought if you thought Punk's return, you know, just to cut that promo, I mean, it, 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 and he actually wrestles when he wrestles in Chicago. I mean, it's going to be yeah. crazy. And we're probably going to get a Punk Sting stare down. Who ever thought they would oh see that? God. I mean, talk about icons in pro wrestling. The icon of pro wrestling, Sting the Stingle. Sting will be out there with Dar uh, Darby, no doubt about it. They've been promoting it. Punk's I'll see you Sting at all out as well. So yeah. it's going to be just an incredible. Right, Dolby Allen was 
Sting. I mean, what do we think of the rest of the card? Is it time to break it down? Maybe. I guess we'll bring... He did an amazing job at SummerSlam, predicting SummerSlam. Let's see if he can do it again with AEW's All Out this Sunday, September 6th. On pay-per-view, we'll be at the Cinemark Movie Theater. Yeah. Watching it on the big screen. Can Any be movie theater, if you're around a Cinemark, I would I w would promote that one. Um, what a way to watch a pay-per-view, a historic pay-per-view. It's, it's going to be great. A lot of energy. If you can't be there, what better place than to be at like a movie theater where you get that live experience on the big on the big screen, screen. Um, it's gonna be great but yeah i think it's time to oh no it's not queued up that's right it's time to break it down all out he is our wrestling insider, our wrestling Nostradamus, I guess you can say. He's break he's breaking it down for you before the show. Are you saying that because I got a big nose? <laughs> I wasn't speaking on uh, the size of your schnoz, no. Jeez, come here, my awful, my we, insight, my input, and this is what I get. We appreciate you talk you, about on my precedent. nose. You did an amazing job at SummerSlam. Like I said, the the two. The two losses An unprecedented SummerSlam. Thickest SummerSlam of all time. So I think you gained some respect with our listeners and with us on the show. So we wanted to bring you back I and see no if you respect. can do it again. No respect at all. Like Rodney Dangerfield. Huh? Like Rodney Dangerfield. Like we respect Rodney him. Mack. Remember him? Yeah, he didn't get much respect either. Right. He was a he was a he was a staple on uh, on Sunday Night Heat though. You want to talk about some Sunday night eat? How about all out this Sunday on the pay-per-view? Yeah, summer's... Coming live su from Chicago. Summer's Chicago. winding down, but this is going to be a sizzling show, no doubt about sizzling. it. Sizzling. What do you want to start with? Oh, we start with the pre-show. The, the buy-in. The big gonna, old buy-in. You're going to make predictions on the pre-show? This is like a bonus. Yeah, why not? I don't know. We weren't expecting this. I mean, it's a tough one to predict. Casino okay. Battle Royale. We don't even know who's going to be 21 women are in it. You we get don't know the all 20 the and then you got the joker. Who's going to be the joker? The wild card. There's always somebody debuting. There is. You know, we've seen in the past Brian Cage. We've seen Matt Seidel. Right. Um, we saw... I forget who in the last one, but, you know. You see it. So, are you calling a surprise here you think there's gonna be a surprise entrance that may win or is it it's a tough one, of, one to call so one, one casino of the battle royal you kind of got you got got all your women's in the women's division aw they don't have the strongest women's division they don't got the largest but you know what they got they got the forbidden doll and it's wide open wide open and that means you might you're gonna see women from the nwa tna impact you're going to probably see a lot of free agents coming in. You're going to see them all over. And you got, you know, you got some of the big hills. You got Nyla Rose, the Native Beast, Thunder Rosa, the Bunny, Big Stroll, Julia Holt, Taikanti, Diamante, Fidel P. Red Velvet, the formal champion, Akira Shida. Everyone's forgetting about Shida. It's great. 
Um, and then, you know, Jade called him. Are you going with one of those to win it? There's a lot of people, I think, deserve a shot. And you're going to definitely see against Dr. Britt Baker DMD. I mean, you got to do a Dumble Rosa rematch at some point. But did Dumble Rosa need to win the Battle Royal to get it? I don't know. Does Jade Caldgill need to win a Battle Royal? I don't think so. But you can't have a lose, really. See, someone who can dominate should dominate a battle royale. But then you're going to have people showing up. A lot of rumors of Ruby Riot. Now going to be going as Ruby Soho. Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Um, who knows? The Iconics, now called the Inspiration. They're out there. They might show up. A lot of people. You don't know. You don't know. Who knows? Uh... Do you have a prediction? Maybe some surprise. I think it's going to be a surprise. It, so the winner you think is going to be a surprise entry? I mean, Jake Colgill should win. But I think they're going to all team up on one. Throw out. No, does that count as a loss? They don't count as a loss for Christian Cage. So I don't think so. Uh, you know. There's got to be a winner, though. Yeah. Maybe it's Thunderosa. got to do Thunderosa. Plus Britt Bankle. It's the match to put Britt Bankle on the map. And Cena even win the match. Thunder Rosa won the match. I think I think Thunder Rosa's a good pick. Yeah, so why? That's why I picked it. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. We got the TNT title on the line. Miro, God's favorite champion. You know that? Kind of like the Patriots are God's favorite team. Uh, I don't know if that's the case anymore. But uh, Miro defending TN title, he's been dominant. He's defending against Eddie Kingston. I, I I don't know why this match is happening. Nothing against Eddie Kingston. It's great. Got the crowd behind him, you know. But kinda this match just, like just regular, came out of nowhere. Kind of looks like a regular Joe. Miro though, right? just Miro just Kingston. called him out. Somebody you'd find at the bar. This match is set up. Miro. Yeah, in the debut of Rampage, he had the big win over Diego Del Sol, who won a contract. So he didn't really lose. He won a contract. He won a contract even though he lost the match. And then he beat him up. He took his mask off. But he, the man who brought in the contract, Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara is made for the TNT title. Maybe you don't want him to squash, don't want him to job to Miro. It's the only thing I can think of. But this is a built-in storyline. His buddy gets beat up, gets his mask taken from Miro. Sammy Gavala, he's done with Sean Spears. This would have been a perfect opportunity and would have been a great match. Well, man, we might Instead, see that down the line. Yeah, but why not at the pay-per-view? I would have loved to see him. He got the build-up. I would have loved to but see they, Sammy They give it to Eddie Kingston. It's random, but, you know... It's an easy match it'll to be, predict, right? Yeah, it'll be fun. Kingston will put up a fight as he always does. And boom, he's got to get kicked in the face in his game oval. Finish. Miro retains the TNT title. I agree with that. Book it. Mark yeah. it. I'm, I'm marking it. And, you know, speaking of, we talk about the women's battle royal. Talk about women coming in. Miro keeps talking about thanking God for his beautiful wife. Mm. Well, Look, complete clause is coming up. We might see Lana. Might see Lana. 
think Just we'll see saying. Lana at All Out? Maybe. Soon. Okay. And, uh, let's talk about Peck versus Adrande. Adrande El Ego. El or Iglo. As, uh, igloo as J- Iglo, yeah. Good old JR. Games right out of an Igloo. And now he's facing Pack. And all this match, a lot of buildup. Adrande, he wants those Lucha Brothers. He wants in on the Death Triangle. But, you know, Triangle, it's only three people. It's not enough room in a Triangle for the fourth guy. Plus, Adrande, he's got Chavo Guerrero, Chavito Heat. It's not a... And he's got that other random guy. It's, he's, not a, uh, it's not a death rectangle. He's got, like, his translatable, whatever, his uh, loyal... I don't know who... It's just guy. He hasn't said anything. He does nothing. It's, and what happened to Vicky Guerrero? Vicky's just like, ah, Chavo, you take over. It's a good move. I like it. But, you know... I think this is going to be a good match. going to be hard-hitting. going to be physical... Kind of a clash of styles, but at the same time, these guys, they got a little high flying in them, a little Lucha Libre style, but they also got good, good physical, and it's going to get good. It's going to be a good match, I think, and I'm going to go Adrande. He needs the win. He's going to get the win. Adrande gets the win. These picks uh, sound dead on right now. Dead on. You better believe it. Speaking of dead... Chris Jericho. He's next. Chris Jericho versus the MJF. Maxwell Jacob Freeman. Oh, As Chris Jericho calls him, my jerk-off friend. Because they they used to be friends. That was the whole beginning of this thing. They were friends. This feud's been going on for a freaking year. Yeah. A year. And it's gone absolutely nowhere. I mean, MJF, they're dancing. They were buddies. They're eating steak. They're doing musicals. Then they're doing the... Fights around Jaguar Stadium. It's been a mess. Um, I don't know if anyone's benefited. I mean, the blood and guts was like five months ago, it feels like. What, what are you talking? Like, what? Why is this still going on? This is the final battle. Thank God. Um, Chris Jericho says if he loses, he retires from the ring. Um, he's looking rough in the ring these days. This could be it. It could be it. It should be it. But it won't be it. <laughs> Because Chris good, Jericho's not ready to leave yet. He's not ready to stop wrestling. The good guy wins in the end. He doesn't want CM Punk, you know, wrestling all these young guys and, and not him. Chris Jericho, what you're saying is after all these months, he finally gets one over on MJF. He finally, he finally gets, gets one over on MJF. And, you know, this he gets the MJF losing one out of five matches against Chris Jericho. Does it really hurt him? I don't no. know. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, Jericho, he wasted a whole year with Orange Cassidy last year in a feud that really went nowhere. And now he's done it again with MJF. What is Jericho doing for anyone at this point? He's putting uh, people over, but then he puts himself over. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just happy this feud's going to end. The match, the match should be all right. <laughs> uh, but we've seen it. I mean, what more can they do? What more can you do with Chris Jericho at this point? You know, he's one of the goats. One of the goats. It's sad, but time's up. Moving on. So you are picking Jericho to win. Yeah. Jericho's career continues. Yeah, but let's hope not. Who knows? Maybe. It's a legend. Maybe, maybe not. I don't we're, know. We're talking about a top, no. top maybe, 10. Maybe MJF wins and retiles him. Maybe puts him over big time. Loses five times to him. And then I he mean, goes will, off to commentary. I will say that Jericho seems like hell bent on, you know, MJF. You know, being, you know, passing the torch to MJF. MJF being his guy. 
But he's already done that. He's already done it. Jericho wins this one. We agree. Yeah. yeah. MJF can easily just come out and call out CM Punk or, you know, Christian or whoever the hell, and he can start a feud with someone like that. He doesn't, you know, a loss doesn't do much. It's just like, what took so long? Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. Please. Speaking of moving on, next match I got here. Paul White. No, Mistle, no BS. No big show. No bullshit. Paul White, the giant. Versus QT Marshall. Uh, me, me and Chris's favorite AEW wrestler. Who cares? Who cares? Exactly. We know what this is. Squash match. The big... The big show, the big, the big guy. No, no, no BS. Paul White, first match in AEW. He's gonna squash QT Marshall. QT's got his goons. They're not gonna mantle. You know, they Paul can't, White wins. They can't stop the big show. Paul White wins. You maybe know, not. Maybe puts QT over. Maybe we see the return <laughs> oh, don't, of. Don't. Maybe we see the oh. return of Anthony Gugu Gaga. We oh, haven't my. seen him since the Cody Rhodes thing. No. You're uh, maybe he's hurt. I don't you're, know. You're waffling but, again, uh, Mr. Unprecedented. You know, maybe get some heat with QT Marshall. Maybe Paul White wins. I don't know. I don't care. I'm not going to watch the match. I'm going to go take a piss, and I'm going to go get some concessions at <laughs> I, the concession stand. I think, I think if there's a PP break for this get show. Get myself for, a for beer, and I'm going to need match. it to watch although, a QT Marshall match. Although I will say, the one thing I do like about QT Marshall is I love those mafia... Uh, mob boss bowling shirts he wears. Yeah, yeah. You know, the mafia thing, it's fine. It's fine. Just but whatever. I don't we care. Don't, we don't care about him in the ring, right? I don't right? care. Why is nope. this a match on the pay-per-view? It, this should be in the buy-in, and the Women's Battle Royals should be on the main card. I agree. There, I said it. But there. you got you got to put... Paul, it's Paul White's first match in how many years? Oh, who cares? No one cares. There's big show fans Moving out there. Women's title match. We got Dr. Brett Baker D. M. D. Give it to them. Versus Chris Statlander. He's an alien. I've, I've heard. From out of spaces. Yeah. Just... Well, you think maybe she's from Uranus? <laughs> Not my anus. Maybe somebody maybe, else's. Maybe. No. But Chris Statlander, level since coming back from a injury, undefeated. Undefeated. Can you believe it? Unprecedented. Hasn't lost a match since the comeback. He's on fires. He's got the best friends. But Burt Bakel's got some friends of her own sure these does. days. He's got Rebel. Mm-hmm. Reba. Not Rebel. Reba McIntyre. He's got a little new muscle. And you know what? I don't know if she can hang with Chris Statlander. He's on a roll. He's got best friends. But you know what? What if, I'm just Joshua. Yeah, of course. Doctor Brett Baker DMD wins, retains the championship belt. Your winning streak ends here, Chris Statlander. Back to outer space with you. <laughs> this might be a good match. Gonna get a little sloppy at times. Both these girls get a little sloppy, um, okay but they sloppy. also have some good stuff. And I think we're gonna see some good stuff and some slop. We just want to be entertained. Yeah, that's what this is yeah. about. Gonna be physical. DMD, physical. DMD re- retains. DMD with the W-I-N. There How about go. that? I love it. I love it. Moving on. We got a little international match. Ooh, international flavor. The Forbidden Door has been opened. John Moxley issuing an open challenge to any New Japan pro wrestler. And who's he get? Yatoshi Kojima. 
Satoshi Kojima. Coming in, the veteran. Um, I believe he did some work in Impact a couple months ago. Um, and now he's coming to AEW. He's going to work with John Moxley. Um, going to be a little clash of styles. Going to be a little Japanese hard style. Going to be a little old school. Um, it's going to be a hard hitting match. Um, you got a legend versus the Mox. Yeah, but I think you got to give the Mox the win. It's going to be a good, good win for Kojima. He's going to look good. He's going to show a new audience, you know, what he can do, what he's been doing. But John Moxley gonna get the win and wild thing, ba -da 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 -da. you know the whole thing. The wild thing is gonna play. Moxley's gonna. I agree. Um, I think I think pregnant Moxley needs a win. Oh, pregnant. Okay. <laughs> he took he took Renee's he took Renee's baby fat. Yeah, he's looking a little chub, looking a little big. Uh, <laughs> you know, not hiding that beer belly. That's no. for sure. But you know, no. what, what am I getting? He kicked my ass. He's he kicked my ass. Too, he's no gonna kick it. Kojima's ass. Yeah. But you know, it's gonna be a good match. Okay, so we're going with Mox. Moving on to the match that I think will steal the show. The Young Bucks defending the tag team titles against the Lucha Brothers. When is two brother tag teams? When Unprecedented. Is this, when is this never good? When these two teams hook up? It's the match that started the AEW tag division at All Out two years ago. Two years ago, they did it in a ladder match for the AAA tag team titles. Now they're doing it for the AEW tag team titles inside a steel cage. I believe only the second steel cage match in AEW history. I mean, we had the blood and guts, but I think Cody and uh, Cody and Rolla, the only cage match. But this is a first devil tag team cage match in AEW. Two of the most innovative tag teams. These guys do moves you've never seen before. Every time they're in a ring. We're going to see a Canadian destroyer off the top of the cage, aren't we? I think so. <laughs> it's going to be pretty freaking sweet. Nick Jackson... Uh, Matt Jackson probably going to take it. Looked like he broke his neck. Probably Nick. Oh, my God. Uh, it's going to be cool. And then we're going to kick out, of course, because that's what happens in AEW. You see a move, and uh, that guy's dead. Oh, he kicked out at two. The match goes on 20 more minutes. That's that indie style. Yeah. Anyway. Indy Hallwell? <laughs> NXT? She's getting married next week on the NXT. Will you be there? Against Dexter Loomis. Will you be I'll at the get wedding? an invite. Oh. I'll be watching on TV, though. Well, wow, that's gonna go. But anyway, we're not talking about NXT. Uh, we're talking about those me those TV weddings never go well. By the way, no, no, the no, same. No, they, they they never turn out well. But you know, what is a good wedding? The Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. Anytime they're in a ring, it's good stuff. You're gonna see a lot of super kicks. You playing an all-out drinking game? Drink anytime you see a super kick in this match. Super kick, drink. You're drunk. Super kick party. Ba -na 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 -na. Yeah. Um, a lot of super kicks, a lot of Canadian destroyers, a lot of flips, dives off the cages. It's going to be chaos. It's going to be chaos. It's not going to be a traditional wrestling match. It's in a cage. Maybe a little blood and guts. You never know. Um, a lot of flips and dives. The Young Bucks are on a roll. The Elite, they're, they've been champs for a long time. They all have the gold dominating. But if there's one team that can knock them off... It's the Lucha Brothers. They seem to have their number. And you know what? I think the Lucha Brothers may just win this. 
Really? I'm going with the Young Bucks. Oh. The Elite. The, the Elite. You can't go against them. The Elite win. Um, this is like that Charlotte Flair thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think those one... I don't think any team right now that's a team is going to beat the Elite. They're going to beat the Young Bucks. The team I think that beat the Young Bucks... Oh, team of outsiders. I think CM Punk and maybe uh, Brian Danielson. Oh, That's wait, my wait prediction. We, Just speculation. We haven't seen Brian Danielson in all, all Elite Wrestling yet. No. No. Yes. But maybe yes. yes. Maybe yes, yes and maybe as soon as this Sunday. I don't know. Are Who you knows? kidding me? He's going to he's gonna take... He's going to take... Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? What do I? Punk what do I? In Chicago... Yes. Come on. Yes. No, I don't know. Let Punk have his day. He, he might not be there. They might don't, do a video pack. Don't, don't do the Brian Danielson thing yet. Not in Chicago. Come on. Don't do it. Wait. Wait. Wait on that. Sorry, Mr. But Lucha Brothers, really good shot at winning. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a Drande costume. You're Still going... cage. There should be no interference. But the Elite will find the way. The Elite will find the way. The, the bu- Elite. And those douchebags, the, the Bucks elite. will win. God, they, they, Love they, they, it they, on. Speaking of the elite, speaking of champs, the AEW World Heavyweight title on the line. Kenny Omega, best sprout machine. The Cleanle taking on the instant classic Captain Charisma. Christian Cage, the Impact Champion. Impact Champion. He beat Kenny Omega for that belt. Yes, he did. Could he beat him for another belt? No. No. He won't. But this is going to be a great match. First match is great. This one will be just as good. Don Callis is going to get involved. A lot of history between Christian and Callis and Omega. This is going to be a good match. I don't think it's going to main event. I don't think it should main event. But it's going to be a good title match. Kenny Omega wins. Retains the title. He's going to lose that title. And he's going to lose it in November. To Hangman Adam Page. And Hangman Adam Page's hometown. That's my prediction. Let's complete the story. I'd love that. That's my prediction. I hope you're right, Mr. Unpressed. That's my prediction. I, I don't have a reason to doubt you. I really don't. No, Your predictions you have been I'm always dead right. on. So I hope you're right about always. that one as well. And then the match. The match everyone's talking about. The match. Seven years in the making. Seven years in the making. Dolby Allen, I don't even think it was wrestling seven years ago. It's probably in high school. Um, but the match, Dolby all in, all out, Allen versus the best in the world, CM Punk but it's the- in Chicago. Chicago made, this match was made for Chicago and it's happening in Chicago. And we're finally going to get the answer, right? The question that Punk has even been asking himself, is CM Punk still the best in the world? We're going to find out. We're going to find out. We'll see what he's got left in the tank against a game. Dobby Allen. Well, what do you think? I think it's going to resemble a car crash. <laughs> in a good way. Like a good one. Like uh, a NASCAR when you see uh, cars spinning and flipping and doing cool stuff. And then uh, no one dies, hopefully. Hopefully no one dies. <laughs> we can ask But, uh, you know, I think... It's going to be good. I think it's going to be well-paced. I think some good false finishes. It's going to build up Dolby Allen. 
Darby Allen's gonna be a star by the end of this match, and he's gonna be a loser. He's gonna lose to CM Punk. He's gonna go to sleep. But you know what? I think in Chicago after the show, after this main event, I think there are no losers. The fans win. No, it's gonna be great. The fans win. You maybe got two Punk wins by go to sleep, or maybe. Bobby Allen goes for a coffin drop and gets caught in an anaconda device and a little tap out. Okay. Maybe we see that. But CM Punk returning the ring after seven years and he's going to get the win. I think so. I think you got to give him the win. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe <laughs> Punk's all about putting the young people over. Maybe oh, he's going to put Darby over. Maybe he's going to put Darby over in his first match. Making a statement. Making a statement. I ain't here for me and my ego. I'm here. To build young talent like the Darby Allens. Who knows? Who knows? What do I know? What what's, do your, I know? what's your official pick, though? What That's an interesting take. Darby what, can win. What's your Darby, pick? Darby, hey, don't count him out. Don't count him out. Back on CM Punk, baby! <laughs> CM Punk all the way. Chicago made. Chicago paid. He's getting paid, and everyone's getting some ice cream balls, and it's going to be a good night. I, I agree. It's going to be amazing. He's going to hit the go to sleep and tell everyone, all right, thanks for coming. Time to go to sleep. Professional wrestling's back. CM Punk is back. Exciting time. Best in the world. Mr. Unprecedented, I think you nailed those picks, sir. Of course. I always do. I don't think this always do. card was particularly hard to predict, but I think you nailed it. No. We're going to find out on Sunday. It's not that great on paper, but there's going to be some gems in there. It's going to be a potent night. The crowd's going to build it up. I mean, just the fact that, you know, we're getting that Punk Allen match in Chicago. I mean, that's the sell right there. What have a thought? Christian and CM Punk wrestling on pay-per-view in the year 2021? You gotta love it. Not in WWE either. No. A-E-W. A-E-W. We're all in on All Out. All in. All in. Mr. Unprecedented. It's gonna be all you. out of money. <laughs> if you don't bet on what I told you to bet oh, on. Oh, well, good thing. Well, if you get the pay-per-view, jeez. See, these pay-per-views, it ain't no peacock price, that's for sure. No, no, they they make you pay, but yeah. we're going to the movie theater for a discount. So if you're if you're at home and you're paying 50 bucks, see if you have a movie theater that's playing all out. Save yourself. Go all in. Go all in on the theater. Instead of a movie, you, you, you are watching a movie. You're watching The Art of Professional Wrestling. Some might even screen. call it sports entertainment. Well, that's WWE. AEW's professional wrestling, according to CM Punk. Call it what you will. <laughs> I think it's going to be a good time. I think it's going to be an entertaining show. I think it's going to be a fun show. A highly anticipated show, obviously. And we're looking forward to it. Thank you for those picks. That's my picks. I'm all in on them. You should be all in on them. And I'm all out. See ya. <laughs> Oh, man. Can he do it again? Can he pick another near-perfect card? It would be unprecedented. Thank you, Mr. Unprecedented, again for joining us. Um, I did want to play a little game uh, before we wrap up the show tonight. We got a couple of free agents out there in the professional wrestling world that are really exciting. We'd like to get you involved, our listeners involved. We have a Twitter, HHSSPod on Instagram. And Twitter, and also, um, you know, uh, podcast at gmail.com. So feel free to send us your replies. I'll ask you, Chris, first. We got some free agents. What I want you to do is give me a where to, okay? 
Where are they going to end and up? And they'll match the location. Yeah. We're going to go Braun Strowman. He's out there. Where's he going? Impact Wrestling. Wow. Okay. Braun Strowman, the monster to Impact. We're going to go with another monster now. Bray Wyatt. Recent release from WWE. Where does he end up? He'd be better off in Impact Wrestling, but he will end up in AEW because he's too big of a name for Tony Khan not to sign. All right. I like that. I like that rationale there. We'll go with the Iconics. Where they go? Uh, I think the inspiration, as they are going to go by now, they, I think, are going to do a Gallus Andelson, Good Brothers type deal. I think they're going to look Impact and AEW. Okay. Well, they do have um, that partnership. They have connections in AEW, of course, with uh, Peyton Royce's husband. Sean Spears is there. Um, and in Impact, they have a connection. Impact has a women's, divi- women's tag team division, which will be big, something they got to look for. Women's tag team division. And uh, I think Impact overall might have a better women's division than AEW. They don't have oh, a Britt Baker, but yeah. I think they have a bigger talent. And, uh, uh, I mean, they have a women's tag division and a singles division. Um, I think they go there. I think a storyline's already put in place. They're good friends. They came up with Australia with Tennille Dashwood, Emma of WWE, and uh, sees teaming with Madison Rain now. I think easy setup feud for them to feud with them right off the get-go. Okay. Eventually winning the Impact Knockouts tag team title. I like that one. Sticking with women, how about former Impact heavyweight champion? That's right. Tessa Blanchard, she's been teasing some things as of late. Where do you think she ends up? Um, it's an interesting one. This is tough. Obviously, any company would want this. He's had some controversy um, in the past. You know, called out for uh, a racist history, perhaps. Um, some allegations against the but she's kind of had. Um, she's been out of the spotlight for a while. And then kind of the whole fallout with Impact. She was the champion. It was the pandemic, and she refused to show up to work. Refused to defend the title, and bit of a diva. Kind of fell out there. Um, I think Triple H would love to have her. I think NXT women division isn't what it used to be. They could use a boost. Um, so she would definitely be. But Daddy Tolly is an AEW. But yeah, you have Tolly Blanchard. And you got to believe AEW is becoming the place to go for these free agents, it seems like. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm still going to go NXT. Tessa Blanchard ends up in NXT. Okay. And then I got, uh, speaking of NXT, my last one I'm going to give out here. I think we know where we're going with this. Apparently just became a free agent as of this week. Adam Cole, baby. Where does Adam Cole end up? Adam Cole, baby. Free agent. Yeah. Um, he's always been elite. An elite talent that I just don't think was going to reach an elite level in WWE. He stalled it off with the Young Bucks, with Kenny Omega, with the elite. He's going back home, I think, 
his girlfriend, Dr. Lippert Bakel's there. It only makes sense. Unless he's already got a new deal with WWE, you know? <laughs> it could be kept under wraps. He had meetings with Vince, apparently. You know, Triple H isn't going to want to lose him. Shawn Michaels isn't going to want to lose him. I mean, he's, he's mini Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Kenny Omega posted the picture of him dead at the end of his last appearance on BTE. Causing a lot of talk. CM Punk had AC on a pair of shoes. Also at BW for Bray Wyatt. Also apparently snuck in a CF for Charlotte Flair. Hmm. Um, Calling it Raw Women's Champion. So I don't think C's going anywhere anytime soon. But you gotta imagine once he gets a chance, C might. With little dad floating around and little uh, fiance in AW and Triple A. Now... Interesting time, interesting I think it's fair to say that ever since the CM Punk return, that which of course led to the Becky Lynch and um, Brock Lesnar returns at SummerSlam, and with all these free agents out there and WWE releasing releasing this talent everyone, business is picking up. Business is booming. Business is booming, as the Hurt process would say. But then again... Let us know. This was Chris's, uh, you know, ideas of where these free agents are going to go. But feel f- if you disagree or you agree, feel free to let us know on the Twitter, on the Instagram, or email us hhsspodcast at gmail.com. hhsspod on Twitter and Instagram. We'd like to hear your feedback. But um, double H double S. Yeah, business is picking up in the world of professional wrestling as summer's dying. I think business is picking up. <laughs> There it is. Business is about to pick up. And it, indeed it is. And now uh, we're going to enjoy Sunday. the show this Sunday at All Out CM Punk's return to the ring. It's going to be an exciting, amazing night for professional wrestling. And, you know, we'll be there. We'll be watching on the big screen in the movie theater. Yeah, we won't be there in Chicago, no. but we'll be We'll there. feel it. We're going to be feeling it. Yeah. And, man, what an atmosphere it is going to be there in Chicago. We hope that you enjoy it wherever you're watching. And um, thank you for listening again uh, on our next show. I think, you know, we're going to dive in to the NFL. That's right. NFL Open, season coming up. Opening Football! week. Football! I think we're going to we'll have a panel here, hopefully. I don't know, Maybe. That's what I'm planning on. And uh, we'll give our predictions. Who's going to surprise this year? Who's going to disappoint? Might give some fantasy. Who's going to the Super Bowl? Might give some fantasy advice. Might talk about fantasy football. we got our uh, big football special. That's on the docket. Thank you for joining us for another wrestling episode. Uh, we do hope you that you enjoy All Out. And you can listen to us on Anchor, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. We're on Pocket, we're, we're on, uh, Pocket Cast now. Um, Breaker, Radio Public. I'm trying to get them all in. Not anywhere you can find not podcasts. On, anywhere you can find podcasts. Except, Except. Apple, Apple Podcasts. We're trying. Huh. We're trying. We're getting close. But we should be available on Apple soon. But thank you so much for listening. We tapping out. We tapping out. Enjoy all out. We'll see you next time.